Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is a Virgin Media Originals podcast series. And welcome to Hooked On, I'm a Celeb with me, Fanula J. We are your faithful companion throughout Series 20 of I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. This is our preview show for what we can expect over the coming weeks, because things are going to be slightly different this series. The pandemic means the contestants aren't going to be in the Australian jungle as usual. Instead, they've been relocated to the ruined Gwarach Castle in Abergeely in Wales. And by all accounts, the celebs won't be facing the usual Bush Tucker trials. Yes, that does mean there could be a lack of kangaroo testicles on the menu, unfortunately. But the show's producers are promising that the contestants can still look forward to a basic diet of rice and beans and plenty of thrills and surprises. We'd hope, anyway. Joining me now to cast their eye on what we can expect from the 20th series of I'm a Celeb, I'm joined by one of the most revered drag queens in Ireland, Victoria Secret, and journalist and podcaster Orla Condon. You're both very welcome to Hooked on I'm a Celeb. Orla, if I can start with you, what are your thoughts on this year's show coming to us from the wet marshes of Wales? Uh, yeah, hi, Fanula. Slightly insulted that you introduced uh, the, our guest as the most revered and me just as a regular <laughs> journalist. That uh, standards, nice and low. I'm loving it. I love I'm a Celeb in general. It's one of those shows that's gone on for so many years, like you said, 20th year, but it's lasted and it's still as good as it was back in 2000 and whatever, 2000s, obviously. My maths is not great today. Uh, I'm excited to see how they adapted this year. I think it's going to be really interesting to see how they change things up to fit the new location and keeping parts of what we know and love about the show. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to see how they balance it all. I also think it's a really good lineup this year. Uh, we don't have any Caitlyn Jenners of like, oh my God, this is huge. But we have quite a few really good names in there that I think will be good crack. I think they'll have interesting stories to tell. And I think there'll be a nice blend of characters as well. Yeah, Vic, what do you think about the... The location, obviously, as we've said, this pesky pandemic and relocating all of our fave shows and ruining our lives. They've obviously had to relocate. We're going from the sunny Oz where they can get a tan and be faced with all these weird creatures. And now we're going to a seemingly haunted castle, Gwerich Castle in Wales. What do you think, Vic? Is that going to affect the show or are you still going to be obsessed as usual well firstly i think we're all have been like sitting indoors for so long we're so excited <laughs> that i'm a celeb is back and um, it's got the magic of anton deck which is always special and also why do they never age because when you say 20 years <laughs> I'm like how the, wh- what doctor are they going to and can i have their name wales i'm so here for i think the welsh people are like a supreme race <laughs> and if you can huh? get through uh like an episode without saying wales you know like how they say it i'm not sure if that with my well accent was good or not but uh i'm obsessed with how they talk but my main worry is the only way you'd get me in that jungle is the idea of very fast oh god now please don't come for me people but a little you know pre-christmas weight loss i'd be like okay grand i'm gonna be gorgeous by christmas day but like are they still gonna have that like harsh life of living in wales on rations it seems kind of weird that they're gonna be in the uk but also you're gonna be starved 
this is what I'm wondering, like, obviously, because you're not going to have your usual, like, witchy grubs and weird animal genitalia. Like, are they just going to ham up maybe the idea of kind of phobias or something to try and use against the celebs? Or are they going to find these weird and wonderful creatures? And this whole thing of the castle being haunted, are they going to, like, are they going to ham that up? Is it going to be kind of an ooky spooky series? I'm very 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 intrigued and like again Vic as you said mm-hmm. imagine signing up to this series as a celeb and thinking oh I've such an easy ride now I'm only going to I'm only going to Wales I wonder are they going to really spring something on them in okay. that kind of way because they do those kind of fear based challenges so well yeah no totally well firstly they've got all that budget from the first class flights that they didn't have to get to Australia so <laughs> uh, I'm expecting a good spend on that but for real we need testicles like I'm I'm, I'm putting this out there now we need some form of testicles we've all had a bad testicle in our lives but the i'm a celeb celebs have really gone through it with testicles so uh, i'm not expecting an ms testicle but i definitely would like some form of testicle for them to be tested with for me i think there's a there's another element here that i think is going to be really interesting to see how it affects uh this year's contestants and that's the weather it's going to be a huge thing for them to be living in this kind of environment in the freezing cold november december months and i think it's set a perfect scene for fights, bad moods, you know, being grumpy. And I think that's when you see kind of tempers flaring a little. You see the characters kind of step into each other. And we all love a bit of conflict, especially in I'm a Celeb. Uh, you get years where it's all pally pally and that's great and lovely, but you love a year where there's a little bit of spatting. And I do think the cold temperatures and the bad weather will have an impact on their general mood in camp and how they find the experience of being there for, what is it, three weeks? So I think it'll be interesting to see how that affects them. Yeah, even from the old Oz series, like you'd remember when they'd get like a rainstorm or whatever and like their whatever happens, like their stuff would get soaked or whatever and you'd have them cribbing and moaning about that. Can you imagine that now in bloody Wales, like where yeah. it's just permanently wet? Like, <laughs> But Kabir, like there's parts of Ireland where I would be out of my comfort zone, like stick me in Leitrim and like that's a challenge <laughs> to me. So um, sorry, Leitrim. But I will miss like the, the gorge sunshine that we could be jealous about and the weird mm-hmm. noises. Like, can you imagine being in your hammock in the middle of the night in Australia, just hearing like this, like, ooh, in the background? So, Haunted, it better be real haunted. I give me now it'll just be sheep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was googling like Welsh creatures and it was like porpoises and puffins, and I was like, guys, this is really low stakes here. Like, how are they gonna make them? Puffins are too cute, like you can't make that scary or get a puffin in there. (laughs) (laughs) What did you call me? This is a hate crime. <laughs> Guys, let's talk about the, the cast and the campmates. A very strong cast. I'm not sure if you'll agree. I'll quickly run through. So we have TV presenter Vernon Kay, ex-Eastender and Neon Jungle Queen, for anyone who remembers, Jessica Plummer, and <laughs> ex-Eastender as well, and actor Shane Ritchie, uh, Strictly star AJ Pritchard, uh, journalist Victoria Derbyshire, BBC Radio 1 DJ Jordan North, um, athlete Sir Mo Farah, uh, javelin person Holly Arnold, Corrie star Beverly Callard, and podcaster and writer Giovanna Fletcher. Oh, catch my breath. What do we think, Orla? Good cast, bad cast, anyone you're interested in, anyone that you think is going to really struggle? 
I think it's a really good cast. Um, I think there's a really good mix of people in there this year. We, Like I said, we don't have any massive kind of worldwide celebrities. Um, but I think with the change of scenery being at home in Wales and things like that, it kind of feels fitting. Um, I think you've got some really strong characters in there with your Shane Ritchie, who's already spoken about the fact that he's doing it because he's skint, which I kind of adore. Uh, Vernon Kay, I think, will be full of personality as well. Uh, and there's some clear favourites already, even just looking at the cast picture, you can see like Giovanna Fletcher has a huge following. She's up there with like Hollywood Willoughby status like she's really 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 loved in the UK so she's going to naturally have quite a few eyes on her going in Shane Ritchie as well obviously because of his big personality years on EastEnders and things like that is kind of a family much loved character in the UK as well I think Beverly Callard could be a really interesting character um, I've heard interviews with her before she seems very sweet and kind but she seems like and from hearing from her castmates on Carrie she seems well able to stand up for herself as well so it'll be interesting to see how she handles it for me I wish they did not bring AJ Pritchard into the series because I just Nearly, you know this from our Love Island obsession I cannot stand the Pritchards in any shape or form they drive me round the bend and back and in the year of 2020 where every god saken thing has come for me I just cannot other than that I'm happy enough What about you Vic? Who are you, who are you eyeing up as your fave or maybe possible villain in the camp? Well I firstly Orla totally agree like not only did they send Thank you they sent the little one in as well. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, oh, no. Like, I thought we were done. I thought they were just going to, like, shove Curtis on TV shows that I would never see. But now they're bringing AJ onto the mainstream as well. Um, and <laughs> I think we all need to take a minute because the icon, legend, star and winner of Best Barmaid in Curry Award for the last 20 years, Beverly Callard, is in I'm a Celeb. And I'm so bloody excited about it. That hair is made for wearing a crown. Iconic. Like, she needs, I, I'm ready for her to win straight away. Um, I'm also curious to see whether Shane Ritchie, I don't remember, I don't know if you guys remember, um, he used to do the Daz Doorstep White Challenge where he would go around to people's houses and uh, make sure that they're washing their like clothes properly. So I'm curious <laughs> to see how he will cope with uh, keeping his own garments, not getting too grubby. And then Vernon Kay, I kind of forgot about Vernon Kay, but I used to love him, to be honest. He's a bit of a dish there's lots of them. He's really tall. And, uh, big there's tall. lots of them. <laughs> <laughs> and a bit, listen, drag queens are tall. We need like tall red carpet dates. So, you know, Vernon would do, do exactly that. So I'm curious to see what he's been up to and whether he will, I suppose, deal with any of the like drama around himself and yeah, Tess, whether any yeah. of that will be spoken about. Cause that affected his career majorly. As for Giovanni, no idea who <laughs> she is. Uh, you could tell me she's absolutely huge. I wouldn't know. I was more of a busted fan than a McFly fan. Um, until the, the drummer got really buff and then I was interested in. Him. <laughs> um, now all in all, I think it's a great mix. Who is going to be the love interest though? Who's going to be the love rat? Cause I know if they start introducing romance in camp, it's going to be with AJ Pritchard and I just don't want to give him the airtime already like I just cannot deal with him on my screen (laughs) (laughs) maybe he'll fall in love with a puffin Guys, I can't believe I'm stepping in here to potentially defend AJ Pritchard, but I don't know if you've watched any of like the social videos where they do, you know, they do every year where they interview the people and it's like, what are you afraid of? What would people know you for? And AJ's, AJ's hair in the videos is immaculate. It's stunning. Dawning. No. I want to touch it like no, no, nothing can redeem him for me. And if no. he tries to teach like the cha cha in the castle or something, oh. I just that like I'll be gone. Like deceased will not be able. They love their kind of YouTube moments, and you can see it already. AJ 
teachers, campmates, how to chat, chat. Like, br- brilliant. I'm delighted that I'm paying the TV license for this. Um, I think let's just keep it classic. Your TV, movie, radio stars, few athletes in there, a couple of comedians. Like, that's ideal for me. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Subject of athletes, I actually think Mo Farah is going to be a huge wimp on the series. I think he's really like not going to be the person that we think he's going to be because he even said as well, they asked him, what are you afraid of? And he was like, mm, pretty much everything that moves. So I can't wait to see how he gets on. <laughs> Tough for his wife. So listen, <laughs> if we were to call it now, I know it's so early. I know technically we still haven't watched like the first episode. Um, who, who, would you, who would you want to win? Who are you looking at and thinking... This, that's my winner. Call it now. I like I like coming out of the traps and calling someone and then having to come back and stand over your claim. Who do you think it's going to yeah. be for you? For me personally, I would love to see Beverly Callard win it. I think she'd be a really good winner. Um, I just like these people coming in that we've seen on our screens for so long and we get a whole new understanding of what they're like as a person. And I just think when the odds are so leaning in kind of Giovanna Fletcher and Shane Ritchie's favour, like you see it already, the betting odds are kind of favouring those two to take the top spot. I'd love to see someone like Beverly win. If you're going to go Beverly Callard, I'm going to go Shane Ritchie purely <laughs> because Nana Moon was such a legend. <laughs> and I think he needs to do it in memory of Nana Moon. Um, even though I'm still not quite over uh, Martina Kutchen being killed off EastEnders far too soon by Frank Butcher in that hit and run. I'm going to be a wild card here and just say Vernike because I, I really think this could be yeah. his like turning point again in his career. Like maybe slight image rehabilitation. He said he really just wants to make his kids proud. Like I was getting choked up at his entrance interview. I think he could really, if he plays it well, I think he could establish <laughs> himself as the camp leader and kind of the got the anchor that everyone leans on. And yeah. as Vic said, he is a dish. So if that's not reason enough for winning, I don't know what is. Yeah, and I, I mean he's he's going to have to talk about the the problems in his marriage with Tess Daly. It's obviously one of the biggest stories yeah. that's dominated kind of the last ten years of his career. Um, and usually you see these characters go in and and they do end up talking about those things because they get close with their campmates and they feel like you can trust them and things like that. So I think it'll be interesting to see how he deals with it. Like you said, it could be a really good redemption story for him. And I think it's a really smart career move for him because if you do well on I'm a Celeb and we've seen it time and time again, people do relaunch or rehab careers based on their time in the show because it is like it has such a huge audience. So yeah, I think I think if he does a good job of kind of narrating that story and and handling it head on, I think he could he could be a strong contender. And I wouldn't say he's a wimp either, so I think he'd be good at the challenge. Orla, can you tell that to Nadine Coyle? Because I'm pretty sure she tried to release a few singles after her last stint. <laughs> Which were all amazing. I will not have a bad word to I, Nadine I, Coyle. I, I adore. Music. I stand the music, but I think she thought she was getting a number one single out of this, and it didn't oh. happen. So I, 
I think as well we need to protect Tess Daly at all costs. Like, I, I want to hear what Vernon has to say as long as he doesn't make Tess look any way bad because I bloody love her. Those golden blonde locks and uh, she's just a sense of calm at Christmas with a bit of Strictly too. But um, I think if I can ask people now to not vote for AJ Pritchard yeah. for doing everything because I don't need to see any more of him. Yeah. Um, and then I'm looking forward to getting to know some of the characters that I don't know that well, like the BBC One radio DJs, haven't not really too familiar with them, or um, the the Jessica Plummer, the the um, EastEnders actress. As I'm a celeb fans and reality TV obsessives in general, I have to ask if we can cast our minds back to previous series. What has been your standout? I'm a celeb moment from the previous series. Because as you said, we're on series 20 now. It's insane amount of television has happened. Insane amount of celebs gone into the jungle. I know for me, um, probably most recently, even in 2018, Harry Redknapp will never, ever be topped for me. And just <laughs> his love for Sandra. I just think we got to see a completely different side to him. And I love any anything he did, I was obsessed with. What about you? I have so many like you just even look at season three with like Katie Price and Peter Andre like and that love story which yeah. was like yeah. kind of hilarious to rethink of and then um, like Peter every day pretending that he was writing all these new songs with no pen and paper <laughs> in the middle of the jungle humming <laughs> tunes in the hope that we'd get it stuck in our head we were all going insane here just listening to those tunes um, and then I am still obsessed by the fact that Kerry Katona won the jungle and still had to shop in Iceland. <laughs> but right back to season one, like the original love story, like Tara Palmer Tompkinson and the like famed Love Rat Down Day. <laughs> it's just given us so many moments like that. I think reality TV has changed so much in the last 20 years. Um, and you see how highly produced it is now and things like that. And I love it. Like 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 you said, if you're not absolutely addicted to reality TV, love it all. Uh, but there's something so lovely about those really innocent early days when I'm a celeb. And two celebrities falling in love and getting married like after going on. Like you wouldn't see it anymore. Um, but the show has just given us like so many great characters over the year. I mean, Gillian McKeith was unbelievable. Gemma Collins' stint very however short was also incredible uh joey essex learning to tell the time was also another great moment uh dean gaffney doing all those trials and he was just such a wimp was brilliant like i mean it's endless the list um and that's why it's, it's always so good when you know that the season is coming it kind of is the official kind of lead up to christmas and you just know that there's going to be some super memorable moments that in 10 years time you're going to be tagging your friends on you know like it's just such a it's a gift that keeps on giving wouldn't have put it better myself and so badly needed i think at a time like yeah. this pure yeah. escapist silly television and we love it Victoria's Secret Orla Condon it's been a pleasure talking to you both and I'm looking forward to chatting to you more over the coming weeks now over the years on I'm a Celebrity there have been a handful of Irish celebs that have taken part such as Andrew Maxwell from last year things didn't fare so well for Andrew put it this way I doubt Ian Wright will be sending him a Christmas card another big Irish entrant Kean Egan of Westlife fame he went on to win the series but one Irish contestant made a lot of UK viewers sit up and take notice back in 2014 because many initially didn't know who she was. The lady in question, Irish model Nadia Ford. Nadia is one of Ireland's most successful models who would go on to make her mark in the UK by taking part in the 2014 series. Never one to sit still though, Nadia has also embarked on a singing and acting career and she's no stranger to the reality TV circuit, having her own show entitled Nadia Goes to Hollywood as well as taking part in Celebrity Masterchef and ITV's Keeping It In The Family. 
Here's how I got on when I recently spoke to Nadia about her experience taking part in 2014's I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. Nadia, thank you so much for joining me on Hooked On, I'm a Celeb, uh, to talk about your time in the jungle in 2014. How was that whole experience? Can you describe it for anyone listening? I mean, where do I begin? It's mad. It is the, it is one of the most surreal experiences I've ever had. Cause obviously I, I was very familiar with the show before I went into it. Um, like I grew up kind of with Anton Deck and I feel like they're part of the home. So, um, that side of it was surreal. And then when I think about the actual jungle process, it was honestly like a bit of a life reevaluation camp, but just on TV and with a load of strangers that you've never met before um, so that for me is what it was like and uh, yeah I know you hear this all the time with people that are in these kind of shows but it's true you forget that you're on TV especially because I think you're in Australia you're a little bit further removed from your regular life and you, because it's, it's aired in a different country you miss the um you don't see the reaction until you get back to the UK and to Ireland. So that process of it is, it, you just kind of feel like you've just gone on this, I don't know, like this retreat with a load of people that you have never met before. It's just, honest, that, That's how I felt when I was in there. It's like, this is like, find yourself, you know, <laughs> find yourself jungle camp. <laughs> <laughs> When you landed in Oz and you met your campmates and you kind of realised, okay, this is real life. I have signed up to this. This is happening. Did you find it hard to get involved or was it a case of, okay, I'm here now. I'm going to make the most of this experience and I'm just going to throw myself straight into everything? Oh, do you know what? I was terrified at the very beginning because I remember, um, so my year, our series that we went in, um, I was really scared of a lot of things, a lot of like a lot of things. And I remember um, being in isolation right the, the, the night before we went into the jungle, like being brought in and um, them saying, you know, tomorrow you need to be ready to go. And because you, you, you have your time in isolation where they take off your phone and stuff like that. So you don't know exactly what day it's going to happen, uh, but they come and tell you the night before and you get ready to go the next morning. And I was so scared um and I remember we went in so my group we were split in two and there was a public vote before um the program started half of the castmates were going to go into the slammer and half of the campmates were going to go into the nice posh camp which is not that posh but it's posh compared to the slammer and uh so the public voted who went into well so I went into the slammer with my group of people and um we were sleeping like it was like it was like the jail um, uh, equivalent of the jungle and I was so scared and I didn't realise I guess the machine of the ITV show that it is I honestly thought like I don't know if this is really naive or what but I really thought I was being abandoned with these people like I didn't realise that there was like you know uh, 250 cameras on a and a panel of people watching me 24-7 security people and all that kind of stuff so the, the the show aspect of it took me a few days to settle in. But I used to go into the Bush Telegraph in the middle of the night. This is so true. I used to go into the Bush Telegraph and be like, um, sorry, guys. And they'd, they'd be like, yeah, Nadia, this is like whatever time in the morning. I'm like, I'm really scared. Can we just please turn on the lights just slightly? Really, I can't sleep. I can't sleep. And they'd be like, OK, Nadia, we're always here. We're always watching. 
you know, don't worry. We're, we have people eyes on you all the time. I think they must have been like, this girl doesn't realize that there is like a 750 crew show around her. But I was so scared. <laughs> like, honestly, I used to just be like, like, I would go the first three nights. That's what it was like. I used to be like, are you still there? Have you left us? Are we going to be OK? And then once I kind of got into the flow of it, then I was a little bit better. Let's talk about the reaction to you joining the show on social media. I think it's fair to say that it was fairly polarizing and I think unjustifiably so. As we know with social media, it can be a breeding ground for the most toxic uh, behavior. I think my, to be honest, I don't I I don't know exactly the ins and outs of what is said because I have such a rule with myself that I don't search my name on anything because it's really um soul destroying sometimes if you do and you have to realize that you know what people say online is not probably what someone would say to your face um I mean, I mean listen if somebody if somebody hadn't had a problem with me joining the show that's really the the the, the probably one of the nicer things that people have said about me online I've had some terrible things so I mean I don't I I totally understand you know I um their opinion is valid I um yeah I don't I don't really know what people were saying I don't because your phone's taken away from you in isolation so I don't I didn't see the reaction I didn't get to 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 live that if you get me yeah um yeah so what was that <laughs> <laughs> we we won't get into it no, it's fine. all complimentary <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no I don't know I think as well, like when I was in the jungle, it was a different time. Online was only really starting. Instagram was only really kind of budding. You know, this is like how many years ago now? I can't remember, five, six years ago. It's a different kind of landscape. Body shaming wasn't a term yet. Mm-hmm. And um, I think, you know, I think I, you know, I, I definitely had people have a go at me about the way I looked and, why I was there or you know what I did or not did or look or anything everything um so I just think it was a different it was I feel like nowadays we're I don't know if it's like better or worse but we're definitely more aware of like the word troll or keyboard warrior and what it means and um people are you know you I think we have a, a better understanding of of you know it's just you know Twitter can be a very angry place Social media can be quite an angry place. It can be a great place too. But um, yeah, it's just like I, when you when you think about, you know, the, thing that, the things that were said about my body and stuff like that, because that was one of the things I did, I was very aware of when I came out. Because uh, I used to have journalists ask me straight out about it. And um, I just think it wouldn't happen now. I just think people have way more respect for body image. And uh, it's just, a, I, I think it's, you know, we've really come to terms with, what you can and can't say to somebody um but yeah I I think you also can't expect to put yourself in a public situation like a tv show or on tv or film or whatever it might be and not get opinions so I'm not going to say that opinions are not valid you know Really enjoy talking to Nadia Ford there and you can hear the full uncut version of my conversation with Nadia on a bonus episode of Hooked On I'm a Celeb. Well, it's not long to go until Series 20 of I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here hits our screens on Virgin Media 1. You can catch the first episode this Sunday night at 9pm and then the following morning you'll be able to hear what me and the gang thought of it. 
we'll be dissecting all the antics from the Welsh camp. So until then, from me, Fanula J, I'll chat to you on the next Hooked On, I'm a Celeb. This is a Virgin Media Originals podcast series. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.